Hi friends, welcome back to The Bible Project, the daily podcast. We're in episode 254, which is part 185 of our journey together through the book of Genesis, which of course is the first book of the Bible. And our goal is, the project is, to chapter by chapter, verse by verse, work through the whole Bible over how many years that might take. And we're in the second part today of our working through Genesis chapter 24. And I'd just like to jump straight into the narrative and pick up where we left off last time at verse 5, where it tells us that the servant asked him, What if the woman is unwilling to come back with me to this land? Shall I then take your son back to the country you came from? Now let me pause here for a second, because you may recall Abraham started out from this place called Ur of the Chaldees, that's modern Iraq. And he went up from there to what is modern Turkey, and then he came down into what today is in modern Israel. And the story is taking place here in the promised land, the land that Abraham has been promised not only to him, but to his descendants. And Abraham here has just said to a servant, I want you to go all the way back to Ur, which means go all the way back to Iraq and say to the people there, I've got this guy, I want you to marry all the way back over in what will become Israel. Now, that's why it seems quite reasonable here in verse five when he asks, will you let me take Isaac with me? because he might be able to do a better job than me, I suppose. But having him with him would certainly make him more able to convince the people to return as his wife, to convince a family and a potential woman to return as his wife. I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it, right? I mean, you would you send someone else to convince a girl in a distant land to marry someone or your son on this occasion without even them having seen them? Abraham then responds to that in the following verses, which say this. Make sure that you do not take my son back there, Abraham said. The Lord, the God of heaven, who brought me out of my father's household and my native land, who spoke to me and promised me an oath, saying to your offspring, I will give this land. He will send his angel before you so that you can get a wife for my son from there. If the woman is unwilling to come back with you, then you will be released from this oath of mine. Only do not take my son back there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of his master, at Abraham, and swore an oath to him concerning this matter. Okay, that's verses six to nine. Now, what is significant here is that Abraham says, no, you can't take my son over to the land. He says, I'm just going to trust God to provide the bride for Isaac, so off you go. That's the point of the verse. Abraham's saying, look, God told me he was going to give me this land of Israel and that I would have descendants here, so I believe the Lord himself is going to work all this out for us. So Isaac stays here. All right, that's the mission for the servant. Go find my son, a bride, back in her. Now, we need to understand in all of this that Abraham is trusting God to fulfill the promise, the promise that said he would give him the land, not just to him, but to his descendants that would follow on. That's the whole point of this section, this chapter and this section of the book. Actually, as a matter of fact, that's the whole point of the Old Testament. All right, so that's the first part of this passage. 
Abraham commissions his servant to go find a bride for his son. Now, returning and picking up where we left off, starting in verse 10, and going all the way down to verse 28, we have the story of the servant going back to Abraham's homeland and trying to find a bride. And although it's a little bit of a lengthy section, I'm just going to read to you because this is the main narrative, the main account, the story of what happens when he gets there. So it says this. Then the servant left, taking with him ten of his master's camels, loaded with all kinds of goods from his master. He set out from Aram Naharam and made his way to the town of Nahor. He had the camels kneel down near the well outside the city. It was towards evening, the time women go out to draw water. Then he prayed, Lord God of my master Abraham, make me successful today and show kindness to my master Abraham. See, I am standing beside this spring and the daughters of the town people are coming to draw water. May it be that when I say to a young woman, please let down your jar that I may have a drink, and she says, drink, and I'll water your camels too. Let her be the one you have chosen for your servant Isaac. By this, I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. I wonder how long it will take for God to answer that prayer. Look at this. Before he had finished praying, Rebecca came out with a jar on her shoulder. She was the daughter of Bethuel, son of Milcah, who was the wife of Abraham's brother Nahar. The woman was very beautiful, a virgin. No man had slept with her. She went down to the spring, filled her jar and came up again. The servant hurried to meet her and said, Please give me a little water from your jar. Drink, my lord, she said, and quickly lowered the jar to her hands and gave him a drink. After she had given him a drink, she said, I'll draw water for your camels too, until they've had enough to drink. So she quickly emptied her jar into the trough and ran back to draw more water and drew enough for all his camels. Without saying a word, the man watched her closely to learn whether or not the Lord had made his journey successful. When the camels had finished drinking, the man took out a gold nose ring weighing a beaker and two gold bracelets weighing ten shekels. Then he asked, Whose daughter are you? Please tell me, is there room in your father's house for us to spend the night? She answered him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son that Milcah bore to Nahar. And then she added, We have plenty of straw and fodder, as well as a room for you to spend the night. The man bowed down and worshipped the Lord, saying, Praise be to the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not abandoned his kindness and faithfulness to my master. As for me, the Lord has led me on the journey to the house of my master's relatives. The young woman ran and told her mother's household about all these things. So that's a long, involved passage, but fascinating. And we shall begin to look at it and unpack it in the next episode. Okay, thanks for joining me. Bye for now. And I'll see you hopefully right back here tomorrow or the next day, whenever that is for you, on the Bible Project Daily Podcast. Bye for now.